Next up here, we have the LA Rams and the Seattle Seahawks. This was a very interesting game for me. I think I flipped my choice about 12 times on this game. My sheet here says Seahawks, Rams, Fade, Rams, Seahawks, Fade, Seahawks, Fade, Seahawks. So I'm currently right this second leaning towards the Seahawks plus two points. This is probably going to change about another 15 times before I get to the game. That's so beautiful because I ended on Rams. I have a total of eight question marks near and around this game on the (laughs) over and on the spread. So I didn't even get to change that much. It was more like this question, 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 possibly this question. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we end up fading at least the spread. I prefer the total going over in this game, but I've also got question marks on that because the Rams do know how to slow the game down a lot. Probably a fade game for me. I don't think I can get anywhere near this game, even in live bets. The Seahawks, as most NFL fans are well aware of, cannot just play a normal game. Some craziness is going to happen at some point in the game where they're going to score a flurry of touchdowns or there's going to be eight fumbles in the game and none are going to get picked up or all are going to get picked up. You just don't know. Divisional game, going to be close. Just stay away and enjoy watching it. I can't believe I said that's happening. <laughs> so four of the last five games have gone to the Rams. Three of the last four have gone over 59 points. So these teams do know how to score a lot of points against each other. So far, the Seahawks this season are 6-2, and two, 80% to the over. But the Rams are 2-6, and six, 80% to the under. That's where a lot of my question marks were coming from. The Rams slow the ball down on offense while the Seahawks don't know how to play defense currently this season. So you're not sure who's going to end up winning that battle. So the one thing that I was leaning to that was pushing me slightly towards the Seahawks there is the Seahawks and Russell Wilson's ability to win following a loss. In the Wilson-Pete Carroll era since 2012 when they've been playing together, the Seahawks have gone 26, 12, and 3 following a loss, and 20, 10, and 2 as a road underdog. Both of these stats are second best in the league during this time. That's very good on that stats pool. That might help color this game a little bit clearer. The Seahawks offense could do anything in this game. I can see them scoring 40 points. But the Rams have shut down some high-powered offenses a few times this year. They've also been shredded by the Bills and somewhat the Dolphins. So Yeah, and all those Bills points came in the first half in that game, too. Yeah, exactly. And I can see the Seahawks scripting some great plays, but I can also see the Rams. All those Dolphins games came in the first half of that game, too. Mm. If we're maybe looking at betting this game... Are we looking at a first half over? I love that idea. So it gives us something to actually bet on in a good game. That's going to be a fun to watch game. I hate fun to watch games where I have nothing riding on it. So first half over, 
McVeigh is going to be great at scripting plays as he is. I can see the Rams scoring 21 and the Seahawks scoring 17 in the first half, second half scoring nine total points. Yep, so I'm just going to pull up some markets here. We have for a first half over in this game, highest scoring half to be the first half is giving you buck 73 just for there to be more points in the first half than there will in the second. First half total over 27 and a half points. Oh, so it's just half of it. Half. Love it. And that's at 210. Really? Yeah, so you're getting overs on that. So if you get four touchdowns, you're golden. Yep, that one looks like a pretty good bet. I'm going to write that one down here right now. Any player props you like, I really like Robert Woods over 60.5. Pup being hurt and possibly inactive, I would get on that as early as possible. Yeah, I actually have him at 59.5. I found at a book here, 60 doesn't really matter. Anything under 65, I'm happy with. And he's currently sitting at three and a half receptions. So over the three and a half receptions is incredible. I love that one. Is that paying pretty low? Dollar sixty, dollar seventy. I not a hundred percent aware right now. Another guy that I like here, he has been increasingly used into the offense over the last few weeks. I'm just pulling up some stats right now so I can give you Josh Reynolds getting over 45 and a half receiving yards, especially if Cup can't go. The last two weeks that he's played, he's got nine and eight targets. So he's getting phased into this offense more and more. So over 45 and a half receiving yards. Looks great for Josh Reynolds. Over his last four weeks, he's gone 44, 52, 45, and 46 receiving yards. He's so diverse. He's great after the catch. It's been a long time coming that he got more of these targets. It's part of why the Van Jefferson draft pick never made sense to me. Yeah, he's been averaging about 77% of offensive snaps over the last four weeks as well. So really good value on Josh Reynolds. Again, if Cup doesn't play, Reynolds looks amazing there. Yeah, I Cup has been injury prone. I would think they're going to sit him, especially as the home team. Even in divisional game, Cup will want to play but I think you rest him up as you're probably going to get in the playoffs at the end of the year anyway. Yeah, I'm going to give you guys a wee bit of a freebie here right now. I play DFS, and I'm generally very profitable in DFS. This week, I am going with Jared Goff, Robert Woods, and Josh Reynolds all in my lineup for DFS. Very much. The Rams' running game has been up and down. They really can't pick a runner week to week that they're featuring. The passing game's been fantastic. Golf is usually bad if there's a pass rush and Seattle has, I wouldn't even say no pass rush. I would say negative pass rush. Yeah, they should never have got rid of Clowney. Even though he didn't do too much 
even though Clowney didn't get a lot of sacks, he still got into the backfield and he created disruption. The problem with him not getting sacks is because they have literally no one else. He's getting double teamed and he still caused enough disruption that people had to get the ball out somewhat early. Now, there are zero threats. You need at least one threat. I agree that back-end play, cornerback safety play, uh, linebackers that can cover are probably more important than pass rushers, but you have to have at least one. You can't have none or you're going to get torched. No, I completely agree here. Now, just one other one that I like here. I took Josh Allen over 299, sorry, over 290 pass yards last week, mostly because of the matchup against the Seahawks. I am pretty close to taking Jared Goff over 290 pass yards as well. Again, for that same reason, getting under 300 yards against the Seahawks' terrible defense where the Seahawks have let in over 300 yards to every passer not named Kirk Cousins. Very surprising that it's not actually 295 and above. Yeah, so there's value there on Jared Goff to get, I would say he'd get over 300. I mean, he's a great passer of the football, and that one will definitely be making my card this week. Yeah. There's some SGM potential in this game for sure, especially for a game that we both don't know who's actually going to win. Yeah, I will probably still change my mind about 12 times on that winning side before I end up posting my pick. So I may be saying the Seahawks now. When you see this one go live, it might not be saying the Seahawks. Let's just pick a draw. Can can we do that? Is that allowed? Do I get double points for a draw? How about a draw under 30 points? <laughs> oh, that would be, oh. that would pay some money. Indeed. Look into it. Put a dollar on it. Absolutely. Seems like a Seahawks uh, thing to do. So the Jared Goff went for 355 passing yards in his last start versus Miami. So there's definitely some value on Jared Goff over 290. Agreed. That does it for another episode of the Big Appel Collective. We're brought to you in association with Black Swan Bets. We hope you enjoyed our content. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our page so we can continue to bring you more amazing videos.